good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, October 8th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Happy Friday, friends. Before we jump into the scripture, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for your word, for scripture, for stories. And we pray that we would be changed by the hearing and discussion of your word. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen to this story from the third chapter of Exodus, verses 10 through 15, and then we'll jump ahead to the fourth chapter and read verses 10 through 17. God said to Moses, Come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that it is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, If I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. God said further, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this my title for all generations. But Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I've never been eloquent, neither in the past nor even now that you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who gives speech to mortals? Who makes them mute or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, and I will be your mouth and teach you what you are to speak. But Moses said, Oh, my Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and God said, What of your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know that he can speak fluently. Even now he is coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, his heart will be glad. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you shall do. He indeed shall speak for you to the people. He shall serve as a mouth for you, and you shall serve as God for him. Now take in your hand this staff with which you shall perform the signs. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Dara, for our Friday fun question, we're going to keep it biblical here. (laughs) What is your favorite miracle story from the Bible? The bronze snake. Do you remember this story? It's a Moses story. So um, 
when the Israelites are in the desert, um, a plague of snakes is sent upon them and people start to die. And Moses goes to God and needs help. And so God says, make a bronze serpent. And when you hold it up and the people look at it, they will be healed. And let me just tell you, if there were snakes anywhere, my eyes would be on that bronze serpent, like glued to it. I mean, I can't even begin to explain to you how terrified I would be. I'd be following Moses around everywhere he went, just trying to keep my eyes on the snake. So. Okay, that's actually really hilarious you say that. Because the one that I was going to say, and this is partly because of the musical number in The Prince of Egypt with Steve Martin and Martin Short, uh, but it's when Moses goes in front of Pharaoh and he strikes his staff uh, and it and turns into a snake and the, and the magicians do the same and Moses' snake gobbles them up and that this this supersession of, of God over the Egyptian gods but but it's probably just because of the musical number with Steve Martin it's so <laughs> scary a snake that you're, gobbles them up you're Come playing on. with the big boys now <laughs> So that story, the one that you like, I always get like um, Harry Potter, Voldemort vibes, uh, right? I mean, yeah, what was no, the, the basilic? The, yeah. Basilisk. Yeah. Anyway. Basilisk. Basilisk. That's right. Got there. Listen, uh, let's get back to the Bible. Let's get back to, well, we, we were in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but to our scripture, Tara, we've been talking about God's provision. That has been our sermon series and what we have been focusing on. What is the provision provided in this passage? So it's interesting because I think the provision is that God will speak and help Moses to speak. Hmm. Now, Moses can't do it, and you could say that God's provision is Aaron. Hmm. But I actually think that the true provision is that God says, I will be with you. I will speak. Um, And Aaron, we know later, may not be you know, have the best batting average. He doesn't do the best job, right? So I don't know. What do you think? The, I mean, I think the provision is certainly Moses says, I can't. God says, you can because I will do it for you. And then Moses says, no, really, I can't. And God says, all right, take Aaron. Um, so there's lots of provision. But here's what I find most interesting about this passage. Mm-hmm. God asks Moses tells him to go and speak. And what Moses says is, but I'm not very good at it. Now, God didn't say go and speak well, go and speak perfectly. But he's got this human, oh, I'm just, I'm not real good at that. As if we don't have to do it if we're not good at it. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's that idea of I'm not good enough to do this, so I can't do it. And God, I feel like, has never asked him to do it well or poorly just to do it. Hmm. Am I making any sense? Yeah, 100%. Jump in. To, to just, I think, sum up all the all the things that you said is the provision for me is just that God answers. You know, yes. um, that, that after God has instructed Moses, after God has instructed all of us on, on, on what we are to do, and we come back and we're terrified and we're uncomfortable and insecure uh, that God answers that, uh, that God responds to that, uh, that it's not, um, uh, a pat, it, God doesn't ignore it. Uh, and, and even, you know, Moses gets a little kick in the butt and God, it, God's response isn't just, you know, 
like, oh, poor sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I've called you to do this. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, I think that that is a provision in and of itself uh, that God answers uh, and that God answers Moses in several different ways here. You know, it made me <laughs> laugh this time because it says the, ang- the anger of the Lord God was kindled. Uh-huh. And so he gives him Aaron. And I was like, was that like a little revenge a little on the Lord's part? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. was the Lord being like, all right, buddy, you think you want help? It's like the kings, right? Yeah. We always we want a king, we want a king, we want a king. Okay, here's a king, and they're a hot mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I find it so interesting, too, because we have talked in worship about the idea of here I am, that the Hebrew Hanani is the idea that God calls and a faithful response is here I am. So God has called Moses, and what does he say? Who am I? Who am I? You know what mm, I mean? It's like almost the opposite of Hanani, yeah. but who am I to do this? And that's really the issue with speech. Oh, I can't do this. Who am I? I don't speak eloquently. Mm-hmm. And I think over and over again, it's the idea that if God calls you, the answer is, here I am. And that if God calls you, you're already what God wants. Mm. You just have to do the footwork. Yeah. The next right thing. But, you know, I also know that, as my husband likes to remind me, um, not being afraid of public speaking is actually an illness, right? I mean, you and I do public speaking all the time and are fine with it. And he's like, that's just wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it, I mean, I just think that this surfaces in every way of, of not, you know, that we all have things that we're called to that make us uncomfortable. And, and they might be minute uh, like, you know, public speaking may seem minute to, to me, um, but, like, going and speaking to someone I not I don't know is terrifying to me. Uh, huh. But but God has still called us to that, even in that insecurity and that awkwardness, mm-hmm. uh, that that's still a call God has given us. Yeah, I think for me, um, especially when I'm in worship, I, um, I don't consider myself a good singer. But I know that there are times when I, when my heart is in the right place and I am singing and it is truly my voice directed as a gift to God. And I try to remember that that's what matters, mm-hmm. not not whether I hit the note or not. Not that you don't sound like Patricia behind you sounding all beautiful. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. All right, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. And today I'm going to leave, uh, leave you with one of my favorite quotes about public speaking. It's from Winston Churchill. He says... Broadly speaking, the short words are the best, and the old words are best of all. And I am grateful for the old words of Scripture today. Amen. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We will be back on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.